0: How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump into our continuation of talking about Las Vegas. Actually, before we talk about that, uh, man, I honestly didn't think that this was going to hit me. But uh, I I briefly saw the news yesterday, but I read a little bit further into it uh, right before I started this podcast. And I, of course, got teary-eyed just just, uh, reading the story. But Essentially, I just want to big, give a big shout out to Bridger Walker, a six-year-old boy who um, stepped in the way of a, of a one-year-old German shepherd that was coming and charging at his four-year-old sister. He essentially stood in the way of this dog. The dog um, didn't stop. It. it continued to attack and you know, uh, bit him right on his cheek and, and just latched on and, and um, he had to go through a two hour surgery and he needed 90 stitches on his face. And I guess when his dad, and this is the part that, that got me and when his dad asked him, you know why he did that and why he jumped in between the dog and his sister, he said, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me. <laughs> wow. Six year old boy. That's so crazy. Um, it was pretty cool. I think it was today or, or yesterday. Chris Evans, uh, I guess, uh, Bridger is a big Avengers fan, just like a lot of us are. And Captain America pretty much reached out to him. Chris Evans did and told him that he's going to go ahead and send him like an authentic uh, Captain America shield, which I thought was just super awesome. And so, um, again, big shout out to to Bridger Walker. Uh, and, and truly, the world needs more people like that like more, more selfless people. Uh, just that seeing that news all every single time, just, you know, it always gets to me. I have a big heart for people that do things like that. But anyways, um, I don't think you guys want to hear me get teary eyed on a podcast, but, um, so today I want to talk about, uh, essentially if you're planning on coming to Las Vegas eventually, um, and you're planning on, on doing anything entertainment wise, like you're, I mean honestly anything that if you're planning on just coming to Las Vegas and you, you need help with like hotel stays, uh transportation, restaurant recommendations, um th- you're going to want to listen to this podcast because essentially this city is is expensive, you know. If you're ever coming from like California, New York or or uh, Miami, you're used to it. It's the same it's the same thing. Uh it's a uh, it's different, but the same, like the cost is pretty much the same. Um, if you're not from those areas or even if you are from those areas, but you tend not to go out as much, or you have connections in those areas where you don't tend to need to pay, pay for things again, you're, you're going to want to listen to this podcast as well. And so, um, these are going to be some tips and tricks for, uh, people that plan on coming to Las Vegas. I'm going to break it up into, uh, groups. Uh, so I'm going to start off with ladies then gentlemen and then mixed groups and just kind of your expectations when you plan on coming out here first things first well, ladies if you guys are planning on coming to las vegas try to come in a group of at least six girls or more uh if you have like two or less or like three or less you might be able to navigate a little bit more when it comes to getting complimentary service um like and i'm talking about not just getting into a club for free because i mean that's just a gimme for for every woman, but, like if you're looking for additional stuff and again, no one wants to be reached out and immediately be asked like if they could get free stuff, you know, I, I tend to actually just ignore that, those type of texts now, like if you are inquiring about it, that's one thing. But if you're like demanding it, I just tend to like forward your, your traffic to someone else. It's, I, I, I never even dealt with it the first, when I first moved to Las Vegas, like the. The people that always did that, they were like demanding free things like nothing in this world is free, right? I don't know where this expectation came from, where you assume you can come to an area and get whatever you want for free. Um, It doesn't fly for people like me. There are other people that want to make money off of you and will bend over backwards. But I, I got, you know, a better clientele that I'd rather deal with to make money off of. But essentially, the first thing I would recommend is just don't ask immediately start a conversation about what can you get me for free? Just, uh, uh, the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to reach out to any immediate friends or family members that have been to Las Vegas recently and ask them if they had anyone that took good care of them while they were there. Uh, I don't want to use this as a, as a way of self-promoting myself. If you can't think of anyone, then yeah, of course you could reach out to me and I could definitely connect you with the right people or I can take care of you myself. Um, but, uh, ideally that's what you would want to do if you never bumped into someone like me. Um, You would want to reach out to someone that's recently been in Las Vegas and had someone that took good care of them and then get that person's contact information from that person. Something that I I see a lot is that people tend to reach out like six months or more ahead of time. You don't need to do that. Uh, Honestly, you could give just a two weeks head uh, heads up. Most people like once you do like more than a month heads up, like they're just so busy dealing with tons and tons of immediate traffic all the time that trying to coordinate with someone and and, um, try to answer every single one of their questions, just know that they're going to make your life very easy. We've done this a million times. We have a structure to it. If you just go ahead and let us know your group size, the type of music you want to listen to, and whether or not you want to pay for bottle service or not, um ideally that person is going to go ahead and, and definitely recommend to you like the best thing to do two weeks ahead of time. Now, if there's like something like, you know, you want to find things that are close to your hotel because you guys aren't, you know, you don't have too much money and you don't want to spend for transportation, then, you know, bring that up in conversation. Then they could go ahead and tell you like the clubs in those areas. And, you know, if they could take care of you, most of the time they can. Um, but when you start asking questions like, Uh, And, and the other exception is like, if you're looking to buy bottle service that you might want to book ahead of time, like give it more than just like a, like a month is fine. Unless like you're trying to budget with your group, you know, which is understandable. There's some people that try to budget a trip. And so if you're trying to budget like expenses and you plan on paying for things, right, this is not for people that are looking for free stuff, but if you're planning on budgeting for things and you need that information, then yeah, reach out. Uh, ahead of time but just try not to ask a million questions like you know what's dress code like what's this and that like just ask about like your budgeting purposes and trust me these people are going to ahead of like if you've reached out to them you know most of the time they're going to reach out to you the week before or two weeks before letting you know like the times you have to check into places dress code um you know proper etiquette um and just how all the system works we always have it like a built-in automated text or not automated text, but just, like, something that we've built up that we could just easily send to a ton of people so they know ahead of time, like, what they need to, you know, prepare for. Um. So, yeah. So, if you're a group of ladies, try to try to uh, keep it at, uh, either a very small group or a group of, like, six or more girls. And the reason why is either if you're looking for... Uh, some special treatment sometimes depending on on the venue and depending on the nights and the days you might be able to get a a assigned to a a paid a client's paid table like if you're a small group and if you're willing to just socialize with complete strangers you're normally able to get free bottle service and and be able to skip the lines if you want to do it that way or if you're a large group of girls sometimes clubs will incentivize um, large groups of girls to come to their venue by offering them uh just like a one free bottle it's nothing fancy it's just like one free bottle because i mean it costs money for anyone else to have to pay for that normally the what the kind of service that you're going to be getting is a minimum $500 service you know if someone else was having to pay for it so uh all that's asked is that you tip your cocktail waitress and um, you take care of the person that you know is taking care of you as well um you show up at the time you show up early because again all of this stuff is like free service If you're like, if you've done this enough times and you've, um, you've networked with the right people, you can, you know, when you know what you can do, uh, but for everyone else that's new to this follow directions, don't like, if the person tells you to show up at 11am and you have to be there with your entire group, don't show up at noon with only two girls out of the 10 girls you're with. It's not going to fly. They're not going to, I just, I would normally just send those girls to a guest list line and just not deal with it. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to put my neck out for someone that's clearly just not going to go ahead and, you know, when I'm going out of my way to get them like free service, something that would cost people a ton of money. Um, it's just not worth it. Those, those people tend to uh, take advantage of of the system after the fact. Um, with restaurants, sometimes some restaurants, but it's generally on weekdays, not on weekends. So if you're here like a Monday through Thursday. Uh, You could take advantage of certain restaurants that offer, like, certain, like, minimums for, like, food that you can eat at. Like, if the club owns, like, its own restaurant as well, they could sometimes offer you, like, free meals. It's, it's, again, if you're a large group of, of people or of girls, so if you're, like, six or more girls, you could always reach out and be like, hey, um, you know, I'm here on a Monday. Most of the time, they'll know when it's appropriate. You don't need to ask for it. They'll go ahead and – because we're getting paid – by you guys showing up. So if we can incentivize you guys to show up to our venue, than another person's venue, then we're going to get paid. And if we could give you something in return, then it's a win-win for both parties, right? So you don't need to ask, Hey, what can I get for free tonight? Just reach out, be like, Hey, I'm still in town. What's the best thing to do tonight? They're going to go ahead and point you to the right thing. And if you're, if you don't like what they're, you know, pitching to you, then you could just be like, Hey, like I heard from someone else, like I could get this. Um, and like, if you legitimately heard there's like a better service somewhere else and then like, see what that person says. But you don't know most of the time you don't need to ask for anything. Like these people are going to be, it's their job to, because it's so competitive out in this industry. You don't need to be asking for like, uh, like, can I get this? Can I get this? Like, you're just, they're just going to push it to you again. Just the best thing you could do is just tell them how many people are in your party. If it's an all girl group, how many girls are in the group? And they're going to go ahead and push like the best service for you ever. Right. Again, um, they don't make as much on, on ladies as they can on men. So if you know, this person's very busy on the weekend, um, you know, don't take advantage of uh, They're they're probably going to ignore you if you're like showing up late or you're not following directions or you're just asking a billion questions that are clearly answering in the text message that they're sending to you. Uh, and you're choosing not to listen to what they're writing. They're probably going to ignore you. It's not because they don't, care for you because of course they're going to care for the money but they're just so busy that they just don't have time to just sit there and just text each individual group every single thing that they need to do and answer every single question like if it's a unique question of course like if it's not in the pre-text like instructions that they give out then yeah it's in your right to of course ask questions but if I used to annoy me every single time when people would ask me a question I'd be like just look up like two sentences it's right there and people would be like, "Oh, whoops, sorry." And it's like they would do it a lot, and you'd be like, "Okay, like I'm, you know, the first, and second time, maybe you could pass off like this person's drunk." But at this point, like they're just, they're just gonna go ahead and keep doing this kind of nonsense. They just really want personalized service, and especially when they're not paying for anything. Like, listen, like if you're not willing to pay for services, there's other people that these people are dealing with, including myself, that are are paying for things, and and those people are going to be making us more money so of course we're going to give more of our time to the people that are going to be paying for services not requesting free stuff um this isn't everyone i've had like six times out of ten the groups that i have are, are very understanding super nice they follow directions they um they ask their questions and and they ask it once and and you know, if they do have any additional questions, they're, they're normally like questions that just I I haven't built into the text message that I send to people, or uh, they've heard like some rumor and they just want to get a clarification. Like if I uh, brought up a, a one club and they heard like another club they could get better service, and they're asking me. Of course, I'm gonna you know be honest with them and and um you know answer their questions for them, but I'm not gonna go like. You know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth all the text question. And most people aren't either. Like, unless they're new. Like, if they're new, they might do it, but just because they need to build up that that rolodex of clientele. Um, for like events, like uh, like EDC weekends and like big events or show tickets and stuff like that. Again, you're probably not going to get at if you don't have an existing relationship with your promoter or host. And so, if you do what I would recommend is that you take care of your host and your promoter. And what I mean by that is like, if you tip them out, just like barely anything, I'm talking about like $5 a person or $10 a person. Um, and you collect from like your whole party and just give it out to your promoter. And every single time you do something like that, I promise you, you'll get thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of service for free because most people, especially girl groups don't do that. And when they do, I I had this, uh, uh, I don't want to bring up her name, but a client of mine, she's from Vancouver. She'd always come in with a group of like 20, like 15 to 20 girls. And always, she would always collect tips. I would never ask for it. I never asked for tips from, from people. It's just, I know other people are okay asking for it. I've never asked for tips. Um, but she, from the moment that she became a client of mine, I, I'll i never forget. Like the first trip at the end of the week, she asked me for, like, what well, do I have PayPal or anything? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, cool, if you wouldn't mind sending it to me. And I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't – I told her, like, hey, I don't expect anything. And she was like, no, 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 you took good, good care of us. And she had, like, 20 people and, and 10 bucks a person, you know, added up pretty well. And uh, I was – the next time she came, I I ignored everyone else's text. She was, like, my priority. I took great care for her and her friends. And every single time to her friends, she looked like she was just this, like, epic Las Vegas girl when, honestly, the only thing she did that was different than a lot of other girls was just, you know, had the courtesy of just realizing when someone is reaching out and and offering them a great service and just giving them a tip. And uh, in return, I made sure that her group was always taken great care of. And so... Uh, if I were you and, and you plan on coming to Las Vegas a lot, develop a relationship with that person, make sure they're going to be in the industry for a while. Uh, sorry, my nose is all stuffed up from getting teary eyed about that, uh, about Bridger, but, um, (laughs) and, um, so yeah, uh, you know, if you know you're coming in consistently, I would definitely just, you know, develop a good relationship with just one host. Another thing we don't like is when you shop around, like, Everyone's gonna give you the same information. No one's trying to undercut you. The only people that might try to undercut you are like 1099, like uh like if they don't work for a specific club, then they're probably gonna try to undercut you because like they're incentivized to they have a profit margins that they can hit if they like sell above like above sell you. Anyone else that you meet that actually works directly for a club and, and the best way to ever figure that out is Ask them for a business card and if their business card ends at a domain of the the club itself, then they're legit. You know, then you could just shoot them an email if you want, or you could just trust them at face value. But if they don't have like a legit looking business card, um, it's not even worth going through that type of person in the first place. If you deal with someone at a club, they're gonna they know the numbers for every other club and they're not gonna be incentivized to to undercut you because they want to deal with they, they want your traffic to keep coming in with other contracting agencies. They kind of deal with numbers more so than anything else. So they don't really develop such a personalized experience with people. Whereas if you have like a promoter that works for a club, like they have periods where they're going to go through like a slow season and, and any help they can get from a client of theirs on a Rolodex, you know, they're not going to undercut this person unless again, they're just taking advantage of them. Then they'll just ignore you or offer you really shitty services. Um. So yeah, f- work with a, a club promoter is my best recommendation, and make sure that they um are planning on being in the industry for a while. That they're not new. If they are new, just you know ask them um if they are well connected or if they're able to get information, and that's great. And then at the end of the trip, if you could just collect like five to ten dollars from your girls, and just you know f- Venmo, PayPal, they all have it. You know CashMe app, Bitcoin. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um. Or even just like a cash tip, if you just want to give it to them. Try not to pay them tips at the clubs though, because like they're um, they're technically not supposed to be collecting tips, um, and if they do, they have to turn them into the company, and the company never gives it back to them, which is just so silly. It doesn't make any sense, and so that's why most of the time, if you are if you like bring up uh, if you can tip them, they'll normally just ask you for like a PayPal or Venmo if you wouldn't mind, just because of the fact of that that. Nature. Um, anything else for ladies? Um, don't expect uh, great treatment on holidays. Like if it's like a, a New Year's Eve, you're not getting anything. Just don't even ask. Um, if it's EDC weekend, again, don't ask for like free tables or anything like that. You're lucky enough to get even free entry at most clubs. Um, and like big holiday events. If you know it's like a busy like Memorial Day weekend weekend, like a busy, busy three day, like four day weekend, you know, just, just be happy if you can get like a, uh, like guest list service, like free guest list, because most of the time, most people are going to have to pay for entry for like the big clubs. Um, if you are, again, if you're a big party of girls, like 10 girls or more, you know, ask, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask, but again, don't get pissy. If the person is going to be like, no, I can't get you anything this weekend. It's like super busy. Just be completely understanding, and just like, if you want the best service ever come anytime during the spring and summer when there's no holidays, you'll get the best service ever, you know, especially during the springtime. Um, so that's it for ladies, uh, for gentlemen. Uh, I am so sorry to start off by saying, just assume you're going to be paying. <laughs> uh, it's just the way the industry works. Um, you know, you can look at it that it's sexist It's whatever, whatever, this is based off of the demand in the city. And so if the demand is wanting girls at clubs and that's what, you know, that's what it's going to be focused on the most, It you don't hate the clubs. That's just like they're in this for the money. And if they had a club full of men and all these guys start to leave early because there's no ladies in the club and it, it hurts their numbers, it hurts their metrics, then... You know, especially if you're planning on going into a club as well and, and your ideal situations that you want to socialize with women in a club, if you go into a club that has just all guys in there, you're probably not going to enjoy it. And you're going to probably be pissed off that you pay for bottle service at this club. So just assume that you're going to have to pay for everything. Now, can guys get in for free at certain venues? Yes, but you're going to have to follow direct like directions from your promoter or host. If they tell you you have to show up between ten to eleven p.m. after that it's it's you're paying. I would show up nine forty five to ten forty five because some of these clubs can do it at last minute. They could just change it and be like, sorry. Again, if you have that strong of a relationship with your host where you've gone through them plenty of times, you've taken good care of them, they can make exceptions. You know, they can. You know, we could get four or five guys in for free. Um, but we're again we're breaking a lot of protocols for doing that. So if someone's going to stick their neck out for you, make sure that you're going to be taking good care of them is all I'm saying. Um, if you're a group of five or more guys, honestly, what I would recommend, you're probably going to be going to the bar a couple times to grab drinks. The average cost of a, a cocktail in Las Vegas is anywhere between 15, 20 bucks. Just do the math. If you order four to five of those on, on a night, that's a hundred dollars. You could easily probably pull in, you know, $100, $150 uh, between all of you. And that's not even including admission. For most guys, admission is going to be anywhere between minimum $30. And that's like on a slow night. But most of the time, it's like $40 to like $100, depending on the DJ and the venue. And so you're looking at anywhere between 200 to $250 a guy, technically with admission and alcohol and anything else. And that's if You can even find room at the bar. It's really annoying. These places are packed. You know, you're going to be waiting a while. Again, unless you have a relation with a bartender there or something of that nature. So what I always recommend to groups of guys that are five or more, honestly, like unless you're going to be like chasing those free entries and and maybe just like, Like, just, I don't know, like pay for a couple of drinks and that's it and try to snake your way into like another person's table or something like that, which I would definitely want to recommend. It's a quick way to get kicked out. Um, Then I would recommend reaching out to your host about getting bottle service because ultimately your bottle, your minimums for guys, it's going to be like $1,000. That includes like two bottles generally. At a club, again, this is dependent on the night. If it's a super busy night, thousand dollars not going to get you anything because the reservation minimums are going to be like twenty five hundred dollars or more to even reserve a table. But if it's not like a slam dunk, like busy holiday weekend, and again, if I were you guys, I would not show up to like a big holiday weekend event unless like it's like a big, big, like a big bachelor party or a big like corporate event. You know, outside of that, if you're planning on coming out here, you're going to spend a ton of money as a guy. And I mean a ton of money. That's even if you have a connection with a host because they're not going to, unfortunately, on those weekends, they have all eyes on them. Owners are in town. They're they're going to be watching what their employees do. Uh, you have upper management. You have everyone that's stressed out because, like, these clubs are literally hour-plus long wait, wait times to get into them. You know, if you're trying to, like, ask your host to get you in for free, you and your five guys, it's not going to happen. You know, if you, like, you know, I'll pay you, like, 100 150 bucks, he's going to be like, dude, you and every other group of guys that I don't even know are willing to pay me that much right now. I'm sorry, dude. Like, it's just the time. You just have to understand the way it is. But, uh, again, that's dependent on your relationship. If you have a very strong relationship with someone, they might be able to do it. But, again, they're they're, they're sticking their neck out for you, and they could get in deep trouble for doing something like that. And so, um, what I would recommend is again the same thing like as like with the ladies, develop a great relationship with the host, and um if music isn't what's more important to you but more like your money going the long way, don't ask like about a specific venue, just be like, "Hey, like I have this much money I want to spend this weekend." Where is that money going to take me the furthest? And that person's going to, you know, they're going to take care of you because if you're going ahead and telling them upfront and not, you know, making them have to chase you about what your budget is and ask you a million questions, if you're just, the best thing you can do is always be upfront what your budget is. Like our budget this weekend is, you know, $3,000. What can I get us this weekend? That person's going to offer you the best as possible because you're being very direct and you're giving them like the budget and it's going to make their life a lot easier. If you go in with, like, I have five guys, and they're like, well, are you guys looking for bottle service? And you're like, I don't know. What's the average cost? This and that. They're just going to be like, this is, you know, after you are you asking 10 million questions, it's just going to be silly. So the best recommendation, have a good uh, host to go through or a promoter. Tell them your upfront budget. Talk to your friends. Come up with a pool of money that you guys are all going to agree to, and just be honest. Like if your budget is $500 for the weekend, be honest. You know, if it's a hundred dollars a weekend, be honest. Like, you know, this person still going to be able to make money off of you. They're just going to have to work a little bit harder. Um, If you, if you have less than a $500 a budget for five guys on, on a weekend. So, Um, but if it's like, you know, $2,000 or more for the weekend, yeah, you can, you can get a lot of services for that. You can get nice bottle service and depending on the venue they send you to, that venue might even offer like a buy one, get one special. Not every venue will do it, but they'll, if you're looking for like the maximize your money, they'll forward you to where those places are at and they'll, you know, make sure to take good care of you again, just like with the ladies gentlemen, if you guys take care of your hosts you send them a a tip, you know, and you do that every single time you see them, they're going to go the extra mile for you. They they'll come to your table. If they can't give you an extra free bottle, they'll give you drink tickets. They'll be like, Hey, I got this stack of drink tickets. And each one of those drink tickets is the equivalent of twenty five dollars in your pocket that you're just saving. All you have to do is just tip the cocktail waitress. And so, um, if I were you, I would go ahead and make sure to always take good care of your your promoter and host if they're, you know, being honest with you and taking care of you and offering like good service and responding to you. You know, then I would definitely do that. And every single time, don't shop around. It's the same thing like with the ladies. Do not shop around. If you shop around. It's, it's pretty much going to, uh, we all talk to each other. We all like all the people that are, we're all in like these group chats, like on, on WhatsApp or on different uh, messaging platforms. And so we'll know, like sometimes uh, people will get like a text message where they'll get it from a customer and they'll be like, Hey, uh, this is customer. I just want to let you know that I've been shopping around and this other person offered me, you know, like a different club at this price. That person is going to immediately screenshot that and send that into group chat and you're going to be flagged as a person that does that and you don't want to be flagged as, as that person because if you are, most of the time you're probably not going to get a response and you're only going to get a response from someone that's looking at you for your money and not looking for you as taking care of you as a client. They're just going to milk you as best as possible. So either way, do you want a host that's going to milk you and not give you the, the quality of care of service or do you just want everyone to just not work with you at all? And I, again, it's the same thing for ladies too. Don't shop with people. Just assume if this person's, you know, if they're a promoter, they've been working in the industry for quite a while. And the best way to, add, to figure out is just when you talk to another promoter, a lot of promoters on the strip are going to be bothering you. But if you tell a promoter like, hey, so-and-so is helping me out and they're like, so-and-so who be like, so-and-so from excess or so-and-so from marquee they're going to stop. They're not going to keep hounding you because it looks bad on them if they try to steal traffic from another promoter. And if they do that and they legitimately know that you are working with someone and they try to make up a lie that that person doesn't work at that venue or they don't they don't work there anymore, then they get flagged by other promoters, another host as like a shady individual that's going to be stealing traffic and that person will pretty much never exist again on the strip. Like that's bad juju for anyone that, that plans on doing something like that. So always the best thing I would recommend is like, if you're getting hounded by promoters on the strip, just tell them like, if you already have someone like a promoter or host, tell them who it is and just be like, so-and-so is helping me from excess or so like Jason Navarro is helping me from marquee. Oh, okay, great. Um, and, and that's it. And so if, and then if that promoter's like, Oh, Jason doesn't work at marquee anymore or you know, so-and-so just be like, Oh, I already know that. But like, he's, you know, he's still going to be helping me out. Or like, if it's like, if this person's like "Uh, David who, and you're like, um, David, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I don't know who that is. Then maybe chit chat with that promoter, but not just that promoter, but like reach out to other promoters from different venues. And if all of them are like, I don't know who that person is. I wouldn't trust that person that you're working with because more than likely, um, if you're not established with like the competition, then either that person that you're working with is either very new or is, you know, just uh, a scummy person and might not be like a legitimate source. There's a lot of scams on the strip too. So that's why I always try to refrain from people from like getting a promoter off the strip and if you are always make sure it's a promoter that works for for a specific club. You know, do not trust anyone that's trying to sell you anything, sell you wristbands especially that's all fake. It's no one sells wristbands on the strip, like for a club. That's just the only exception to that rule. Maybe it's new year's Eve. Um, but outside of that, it's just, it never happens. So those are all scams. So never, never buy no, never exchange money on the strip with someone for club services. Just don't ever do it. Always reach out to someone like myself or, um, you know, another contact of of, uh, like a friend of yours that's always helping them out. Um, Lastly, for guy and girl groups and mixed groups, um, to make it easier for you guys, keep it even ratio. So for every girl, there should be a guy. If you could do that, most of the time venues that generally don't let all guy groups in, they'll sometimes let guys and girl groups in. But as long as the ratio is even, if it's out of even by like one guy, then sometimes they're lenient. But if again, if it's like on a weekend, they might just charge the one guy. But if that's the case, just everyone else pitch in like a little bit of money to help that guy get in. Don't just like not go to a venue just because they're not going to take care of one guy. It's just people can't break the rules, you know, especially not for a group of people that don't even know yet. Um, So try to keep it as even of a ratio as possible. Again, you're not getting anything for free outside of entry. Uh, You're not going to be getting like a table to yourselves. So don't even ask. That's only really for just all lady groups sorry, again, that's just how it works. Most of the time clubs know that if ladies are coming with guys, they're probably dating those guys. And so, um, you know, for, for the type of traffic that most of the time is trying to come to a club and trying to socialize with, with, it's just the scene, you know, it's, it's just, it sounds so sexist to talk about it, but it's just, it's like that everywhere. You know, it's not just a Las Vegas issue. If everyone wants to critique it, you know, you, you might as well just critique New York City and how they do it, how Miami does it, how L.A. does it, how Vegas does it, how um, London does it. I mean, like, every big city, how they do it, Orlando, even your hometown. I'm sorry. Your hometown is probably letting f- ladies in for free and charging guys. It's just a given rule. It's just for some reason people expect, like, in Las Vegas when they come out here, it's always free. And it always used to blow my mind because I'm, I'm from, like, Uh, I used to go to downtown. I lived in downtown Orlando forever. And unless I had like a great relationship with security or like a bartender there or a cocktail waitress, I was always having to pay cover. And it's like funny when people come to Las Vegas, like their mindset just completely changes. Like, oh, like I expect everything for free. And it's like, no, it's not like that. Like, don't ever get that out of your head. Like the you will do yourself such a good service. If you just get the idea of expecting everything for free out of your head, if you do that and you come in and you just ask like, is this okay? Or like this and that everyone's going to want to help you out. Like no one wants to help out someone that's just like stingy or like wants or or expects like the premium service for no cost whatsoever. And it's not willing to tip whatsoever. It's like, no, it's you're, you're getting what you pay for pretty much. Um, with mixed groups. And so, yeah, honestly, the, the, the biggest recommendation to every single person is have an existing relationship with one person that's working in the industry. If that's myself or anyone else, that's a referred from a friend or family member, make sure they're a good source. Make sure they're still working in the industry. Um, reach out to them. You don't need to reach out to them more than two weeks ahead of time, unless you have like budget, like budgeting questions that you want to ask them that by all means, ask them those questions, Um, but like, don't ask questions about dress code and all of that. Just assume that you have to dress to impress, you know, no one's going to let you in with sneakers and, and like a, a, like a t-shirt at a nightclub, like at a pool party, of course, swimwear at a pool party at a nightclub, you're dressing to impress like for guys, button up shirts, jeans, no holes in jeans, dress shoes, no vans, no sneakers, no Nikes, none of that. Not unless you're spending like 10,000, $15,000 on a reservation, then you might Anytime someone like always comes up to me is like, why is that person getting into the club? They're wearing like a hat when they're not supposed to, or they're like wearing like out of dress code. Like, who is this person? <laughs> like, look at this person that's walking in. Like they are they getting like, like walked in ahead of everyone else And the clubs, like super busy. If that's the case, this person's probably spending a dumb amount of money. No club's going to say no to someone that's dropping 25 K or more. Uh, and then say, no, sorry about your dress code, but we're, we're not going to let you in. That's just stupid business. Just stop it. Like, if you're a business owner, you would you would fire your employees if they said no to traffic like that. Now, if they're completely out of dress code, like, they're in swimwear when they're supposed to be at least in some kind of night attire, they're not probably going to get in. Again, unless they're dropping, like, 100K. And if that's the case, we have special ways to get those people into a club with, like, so other people don't see them. And so those are, like, just VIP, VIP people. Um, but... Yeah, just don't don't ask your host like why is that person getting in and I'm not. Just don't act stupid. Like just look at the scenario. Like if this person is getting walked in, either they're friends with the owner or they're dropping a, a stupid amount of money. And if you were the business owner as well, you'd be doing the exact same thing. So just stop. You know, it's just dress dress the appropriate dress code. But again, those those questions will be answered automatically for you a week ahead of time before you even arrive. If you have a good a good enough promoter, they're going to be sending you all this information a week before. And so another thing, lastly, sorry for ladies, especially ladies, because they, they're sorry to say this, but they're, they're worse when it comes to this. Do not ask for things last minute. So if you know a pool party opens at 11 a.m., right? Do not ask your promoter for that same pool party on that same day at 3 p.m., four hours after the club's been open, if you can get it for free. Probably not. You know, again, unless you have a good enough relationship and even that, like if that's the case, you're probably going to ask them differently because you have a, a, a good relationship with them. But for everyone out there, try to schedule these things. Like if it's a pool party, a day ahead of time. If you are doing it the day of, make sure it's at least a few hours before the venue opens. If not, good luck. That's all I'm saying. Can you sometimes get away with it? Of course. But Those are the exceptions. Don't assume that the exceptions are the rules that are governing every single thing. And so um, ultimately, again, try to do it. Try to schedule everything the day before. If you can't, for whatever reason, you forgot something happened. You show up to Las Vegas last minute because, I don't know, something crazy happens. It's fair enough. Try to to be understanding that you might have to pay. Don't expect like this person going to be like, Oh yeah, I'll take good care of you like this and that, you know, just don't it's because the, the venue at that point, it's going to be slam busy. The reason why they ask you to show up early is so you don't have to wait in line. We're trying to do you guys a service. When we tell you to show up early, it's not because we want to just punish you and, and be like, Hey, you know, we want you to wake up early or we want you to be, you know, a little bit, uh, like be ready a little bit earlier than normal, like on a nighttime you know no, it's just that like on the weekends it's gonna get slammed busy, and everyone and their mother is gonna have a client that's gonna have like a big group that's wanting to get into a club at midnight when it's super busy, and we're all just gonna we all have an agreement amongst each other that we're not just gonna give additional service to someone unless they're like a good client of ours, and so uh because that looks bad on you compared like when like when you're talking about like all coworkers, right? Like if you see a friend of yours, that's like walking in groups and groups and groups when this place is packed and you're telling your people and everyone else is telling their people to wait, you're, you're going to get shouted out to management and and that person's probably going to lose their job because they're not even supposed to be doing that in the first place. But if it's a good enough client and it's someone that you've been dealing with for a while and is again why I tell you have a good relationship with a good promoter, They'll take good care of you. If they can't, they have traf- They have people that work at other clubs that will take just as good care of you because they know that, that that person has such a good relationship with that other promoter, or other host. that they're, that person's always going to get help whenever they need it. And in return, they're going to help their clients as well. And so stick with one person for a long time, show up at least, you know, two or three times under that same person. And I promise you, you have a promoter for life. Um, Outside of that, I, if there's something I miss, you know, to my Las Vegas friends that I chose to listen to this and want to give me some, some good criticism about, like, everything. I think I said everything. Honestly, that's probably 40 minutes worth of great information. Um, it's, it's just these are things that people need to know, you know. I, I, I wish... I wish there was a way that every single time I got a text message from someone like my phone that recognized that this was a new client that would automatically populate like a video or like a link to this podcast. Go ahead and listen to this quick video or this quick podcast. And just if all your questions are answered here, then congratulations. Now you can move forward with, you know, communicating with this person. But it's never like that. Like like I said, three times out of 10, you're going to get clients that ask you a gajillion questions when you answered every single one of them. And they're just going to continue asking a you know, bajillion nonsense questions. But don't be that person. You can't claim to be that person anymore because you listen to this podcast. And so um, I have absolutely no idea what I want to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> just going to be completely honest. The last two days, I knew what I wanted to talk about. Um, we might talk about stories. Uh, there's so many of those that those will take hours and hours and hours. It could be their own like unique week podcast kind of thing. But um Outside of that, if you have any questions, you can feel free to reach out to me at Tongues Out Podcast on, on social media or at my Vegas social media handle at JN as, and as a Nancy Las Vegas or L V Host. So J N L V Host uh, or at Tongues Out Podcast. Or you can reach out to me at Jason at Tongues Out Podcast or Jason at JNLVhost.com or just go to my website, JNLVhost.com for all Las Vegas services. Wow, I just plugged myself, even though I said I wasn't going to. Whatever. Uh so it's just my initials, uh Jason Navarro, uh Las Vegas, L V and then host. So JNLVhost dot com. You can find all of your services. You could go on there, put your like what everything, and then I'll reach out to you the same day or, or the next day and take good care of you. But again, this is all stuff like after the pandemic. I would probably not come to Vegas right now. You're not gonna get the same type of service that you normally would get at any other time period. But um, just because there's a lot of things that are open. I don't mean like you're not going to get service. I mean like there's just, you're not going to have the same amount of fun you normally would during a, a typical summer. But, um, outside of that, again, if you have any questions, I, I linked my, my social media handles, my emails, my websites, feel free to reach out to me. I'll always be able to answer any questions that you have about Las Vegas or even like Miami, LA, New York, you know, being in this industry long enough, you have contacts in all those areas as well. So, that if that's something you're looking for too, just reach out to me and I'll take good care of you. The rules are, are pr- practically the same at those venues as well, or cities. Um, until then, I will catch you all mañana. Peace.